ECW Livecast. This week is episode 35, and we are covering ECW Extreme Championship Wrestling, finally. Hardcore Television, episodes 73 and 74, from September 6th and September 20th of 1994. Now, you may be thinking, what the hell is that, September 6th and 20th? Well, they didn't have an episode on the 13th or the 6th. I don't know what the fuck week they didn't have it, but one of those weeks they didn't have it, so... You look online, some places you'll see that there was a September 6th episode. Sometimes you'll see that there was a September 13th episode. But either way, it's the same exact episode. So I, th- I think after the 30th, they took that week off. And the episode was actually on the 13th, not the 6th. I'm not sure. If any of you guys out there know when this ep- actually aired originally, then you know, tweet at us, at ExtremeCast, and let us know. And Rick Beebe, you can look into that too. I'm sure you probably already know the answer to it. So anyway, we're covering the 6th and the 20th for all intents and purposes because we use the network, WWE Network, to watch these. And that's what they have it listed as, the 6th and the 20th. So if you're going to watch along, that's where you want to go, the 6th and the 20th. All right, guys. So welcome back, BTT Army and supporters and fellow members of the BTT JV Goon Squad. Go get your Goon Squad shirts out there. Become part of the squad. No, it's not named after JV. It's just that we're Junior Varsity. (laughs) (laughs) Junior Varsity level compared to the Varsity, which is the original BTT members, apparently. But hey, we got the supporting and the backing. And I think the Goon Squad has sold more t-shirts than Doc Turner's shirt has sold. And maybe even Hard Body Hoppers. (laughs) So, pretty cool. It just came out of nowhere. Well, they coined it anyway. They were making fun of us, and then it became like a badge of honor for us. (laughs) Hard Body Hopper is a great fucking name, though. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> and then his personality is just crazy, too, so it fits. <laughs> it's like, he's what a character. All right, but anyways, like I said, you can tweet at us and follow us on Twitter at ExtremeCast. And you can follow me, Mike Crew, at MPRU83. And you can follow JV at John Van Damage. And, uh, you know, I didn't say it, but JV, how you doing? <laughs> I'm Mike Crew, and that's JV. JV, how you doing? <laughs> Doing good, man. Fucking made it through Christmas, all right. Made it through the Christmas, okay. Now I need to make it through the New Year, okay. And you know, hopefully, twenty twenty one brings better, better times. Yeah, for everybody. You know, we all made it through here. I think. You know, mm-hmm. those of you that didn't make it through, you're not listening anyway. But all of us that are listening, we've made it through. I think. You know, we had ups and downs, but we fought through and we made it. And hopefully, yeah, like JV said, twenty twenty one is much better. In those types of circumstances. Now, some good things happened in 2020 in people's lives, I'm sure. 
And you know, it wasn't all doom and gloom, but it's easy to just buy into the, the doom and the gloom and forget about the good things that happened to you. So keep that in mind, that some good things happen, and hopefully more good things happen next year. So we'll be heading into that. We're just a day or so away from, from New Year when you're listening to this. So hope you guys have a great one there. But um, one, one other thing I want to bring up before we get to this episode of Hardcore TV is uh, we also have another show, JV and I. It's called The Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. And it's all on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. We've been at it for over two years now. You know, it's weird to think we started September 2018. We've gone through 2019. We've gone through 2020. And we're heading into 2021 with The Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. So four separate numbered years, JV. Do you believe that shit? <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. So at this point in the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin, we just got to Unforgiven 2001 where Kurt Angle is going to beat Stone Cold right after 9-11, so in 2001. So that's where we left off. And then in the next two weeks, if you like old school WCW from right around this time, 93, you know, we're covering the Hollywood Blondes, and we have our special Hollywood Blondes series, episode number three. We do them every six months. So this is our third episode, and we're also having a watch-along for the Hollywood Blondes match against Dos Hombres at Slamboree 93. Check that out over at the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. And you can follow us on Twitter at Bottom Line Cast for that. And without further ado, let's get to our main event. It is ECW Hardcore TV. And you know, if you listened to our last episode two weeks ago, we have now been ushered in to the Extreme Era. And they've been renamed. No longer NWA Eastern Championship Wrestling. It is now Extreme Championship Wrestling with Jane Douglas, the franchise, as their ECW World Heavyweight Champion. So that's where we left off. We also had the, the Singapore caning of Tommy Dreamer, which was awesome. And we're going to see some more, a little bit of highlights of that and whatnot. But we're moving on to some new matches. So good one here. These two shows that we're going to watch, it, you can just see that the company is going right into a new direction and going at it hard. So we got some damn good episodes to cover today. So get yourself set up on the WWE Network. Go to in-ring, you're going to watch along, go to in-ring, and go to ECW Hardcore TV. You want to go to September 6th, 1994. Get a runtime of 46 minutes and 25 seconds. So I'll give you a moment to do that. Get yourself situated. If you need to pause, just go ahead and pause. I'll give a countdown as usual. Three down to one, and then I'll say play. And When I say play, we all click play. So just while you're getting set up there. I'll read the little blurb that the network has. The Public Enemy defends the ECW Tag Team Championship against Cactus Jack and Mikey Whipwreck. Mikey Whipwreck will be replacing Terry Funk, who couldn't make the show. A special look at the rivalry between Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman. Jason Knight defends the ECW TV title against J.T. Smith. Stuttering J.T. Smith is back. He's in back. Action. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Sweet. And plus a little special feature on Shane Douglas winning the ECW World Heavyweight Championship during that NWA tournament. All right, so everybody should be ready to go at this point. Countdown begins now. Three, two, one, play. All right, we got the hoodie cam. All right, so this is right from the beginning when the Public Enemy first came in, back in September of 93. So this marks one year that Public Enemy has been around. And it would have been right around this time last year 
on the Extreme ECW livecast that we debuted with Public Enemy. So, looks like we're getting a video package of what they've done in the past year. The fucking bingo, a legit bingo hall in the background there. B6! Yeah, Kevin Sullivan and Taz were partners. They were the champs, yep. actually. Public Enemy beat them for the titles. The Bruise Brothers were there. And all these people that have come through ECW since we've been covering this. Oh, now they're showing Terry and Dory against Public Enemy when Rocco Rock gets hung from the Eagle's Nest. Oh, the Bob Wyatt match? We Bob Wyatt match. Yeah, we just saw that recently. Yes, we did. That was Hardcore Heaven or Heat Wave? I think it was Hardcore Heaven. I think that was the only good part of Hardcore Heaven. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Cactus Jack. There he is. The man. Cut some great promos we've seen. Oh, yeah. Couple, couple pretty good Tommy Dreamer promos, too. Yeah. Things are, like I said, getting hot now. Oh. All right. So this is, Oof. I think this is the night after the, the tournament. So this would be August 28th. Tommy Dreamer has Sandman's cane now. He's fucking up the public enemy. All right. So we're getting a little action from the night after. And their New York Knicks collars. Yeah, as they always wear. This actually might be the same night. August 27th. Oh, that was horrible. But it... hey, He did good with it, though. He, he, yeah. he, he was safe with Tommy going through that table. Yeah. He made sure to, like, slam down and not really hit him with his elbow. He didn't really jump off the top rope. He just kind of, like, fell. Yeah, he, like, tumbled. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled over. All right, so, yeah, this is the night of the tournament, August 27th. This was the only non-tournament match. Terry Funk and uh, Cactus Jack were supposed to team up, but Terry Funk couldn't make it. He missed the flight, apparently. But they wanted to keep this match going on, so Cactus is going to bring out his partner. And look how the crowd reacts once they see who it is. Let's go. <laughs> they fucking love Reluctant him. to come out. Yeah, he's, like, being dragged by Cactus Jack. This is Mikey Whipwreck coming out here. And he's trying to run away. Part of this. <laughs> he's running away. Like, oh, that's great. So Public Enemy is going to defend the titles against Cactus and Mikey Whipwreck. And we're going to get to see it here. To kick off this show. What a way to start a show. This is the first episode of Extreme Championship Wrestling. No longer Eastern. So, uh, Cactus Jack giving Whipwreck a pep talk, it looked like. Yep. Probably trying to calm him down. And here comes Public Rock Enemy. Rocco Rock and Johnny Grunge. With the belts on backwards. Yeah. Cool shit. Not too long after the time of Criss Cross. No. About a year, year and a half. Maybe two years. What does that say? Something is Bischoff in that sign. Yeah, let me drag. Know. Someone is Bischoff in drag. I need a better shot of it. Keep my eye open for it. 
185. There's no fucking way Mikey Whipwreck's 185. Think he's smaller than that? Yeah. yeah. He's probably like 165. <laughs> probably. If he's lucky. <laughs> oh, his hair might weigh 10 pounds. That's a fucking big mop on top of his head. <laughs> jack this jack. Bang, bang. Let's go. I'm pumped to see him. I think we're going to get a substantial match here, like, time-wise, too. Nice. Minnie Mouse is Bischoff and Drag. Minnie South Mouse. Minnie Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Why a shot at Bischoff in 94? He's not even really, like, an on-air personality at it, right? Uh, well, he just took well, over. Well, he's, like. He's executive vice president now of WCW. But in 94, at this point. He's still doing just like his, I shouldn't say he's not an on-air personality, but he's not like to the extent of an on-air personality that he ends up becoming. Right. He's just kind of like the guy in a suit, talks, backstage yeah, interviews. interviews. Yeah, he's not doing anything. I guess, you know, sign guy, whoever that is, they're smarks, you know, so they're yeah. really getting the observer about what he's doing behind the scenes. So maybe they fight, like he fired Cactus Jack, so that's why Cactus Jack is there. Yep. So they're probably taking a shot at him for firing Cactus Jack. Hey, we got a new opening here. You see the letters come yeah, up one at a time? Yeah, in red font. Yeah. Extreme. Spelled out extreme. We got Chris Benoit there now in the opening. And this will also be the first episode where they start to use the Thunder Kiss 65 from White Zombie. Oh, okay. But we're, get, we're getting this generic ECW music. But you get Joey Styles in it, though. This is extreme. ECW joined the revolution. I would say this episode is probably the marking point, you know, besides the one we just watched last episode, where people begin to watch and binge ECW from this point. Ah, okay. I would say not many people are diving into a 93 like we did. <laughs> but 94 has been, like I said last time, been fucking awesome. But now it's just heating up even more at the end here, September. All right, so Rocco Rock is fucking with the crowd. Looks like Mikey's going to start the match. Oh, they're building some heat with the crowd right now. Yeah. No, Rocco wants the microphone. <clears throat> Talk some shit about the crowd. Yep. And the grudge can't concentrate. Concentrate. Don't call me jailbird. <laughs> jailbird. And Joey's like, quick, don't, don't, <laughs> don't go to jail, and you won't be called a jailbird. Oh, Mikey's trying to run away. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> Come on, Mikey. You got fucking the baddest man in ECW. Shit, you got the hardcore legendary. Right fucking here. king of hardcore. Jack Jack. Alright, get this fucking match going here, guys. Alright, tension's been built up. Here we go. Oh, no, no. Cactus, Cactus should bitch slap. 
Well, so Cactus decides to tag himself in. Spare Mikey. Stalling. More stalling here. Come More on. More stalling is for sure. Oh, Mikey ran away, so Cactus had to go after him. Hey, start the count out. Yeah, here we go. I'll probably get him again. Yep. Public enemy said, fuck this. We'll bring we'll, we'll start the match out here. Yeah, we'll start it off like uh Austin matches right in the IOA. <laughs> so Mick Foley's alone. Yep. Mikey Mick ran Foley. away. Cactus Jack's alone. <laughs> oh, Rocco Rocco. Nut shot on the top rope. Nut shot. Bounced off. Jim Molino has no control in the ring. Can't control the public enemy. Their Walmart brand Nick's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's coming back? Oh, Mikey's got a weapon. You got some cardboard. <laughs> oh, got some plywood. It is cardboard. Is it plywood? Plywood, I think. Yeah, cheap little. It's like the back of an entertainment center. Wood. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Make wood. Ah, what do you call that? Isn't it plywood? No? no, it's called something else. It begins with a T. Oh. It's cheaper than plywood. Oh. Now the crowd is pumped up here. They cleared the ring. Mikey's got some balls now. He's doing the bang bang in the air. <laughs> <laughs> He's feeling a little confident. Yeah. Yeah, Joe was just saying he found his courage. The nerve. Just what's Luan. I think that's what it's called. A piece of Luan. Luan. I haven't I heard of that. I haven't heard of that. Yeah. All right, Cactus and Rocco lock up finally. So this match has officially begun. After all that hoopla that went on for about four minutes. Felt longer than that, but... <laughs> <laughs> But as this match starts and I have my time up, I'm at 10, 55, 56, 57, 58. Yeah, we're dead on. All right. All right, another tie up. Rocco forcing Cactus into the corner. Shoulder blocks to the midsection. Ooh, what a kick. <laughs> Gut shot. Oh, nice. Cactus into the corner, turns around with an elbow. And he tags Mikey in. Woo. Slingshot to Mikey. <laughs> Mikey. He uses, uses Mikey as a fucking weapon. <laughs> yeah, you see how he falls, too? Like, oh, fuck. Big left hand. <laughs> Still a little confident again. Crowd loves the underdog story of Mikey Whipwreck. The bumps he takes, this guy's probably sore all the fucking time. Oh. Look at He spit <laughs> battering ram. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and a clothesline oh. from Cactus to Rocco. Rock. Yeah, they're they both, both out. Over. Oh, drop, crazy drop kick. Yeah, we. I feel like we missed the uh, the impact. Yeah, we missed most one. of it. Another one there, off to off the ropes. What's he gonna do? Back body drop. Oh, two back body Ooh. drops. Chad Cactus Jack back body drop. Rocco Rock. Simultaneously. On the table. Yeah, it was just 
exactly right on the same time. Nice. This match is pretty good now. Yeah, it's picking up the pace here. Yep. I like the creativity. Yeah. Cactus Jackie's and Mikey Whipwreck. You don't want to be a part of the match. I'm going to make you part of the match. Oh, a spinning neck breaker on the outside to Johnny Grunge from Cactus. Signature move there by Cactus Jack. Hey, the way that they're using Mikey here is the way that they'll end up using Spike Dudley, too. Like throwing him around as a weapon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, chair shot to the head. We got some Japanese tourists in the front row. Their mind. They have cameras, yep. of course. A lot of them. They probably heard about oh. ECW. They're like, shit, we're getting tickets. We're, yeah. we're fucking flying over. They're recording. They're going to go. Yeah, look at the whole front rows. Yeah. Japanese. They got fucking camcorders. Shit. And I doubt they're ECW regulars. That's cool. I've never seen a front row of them. Well, this is probably like the style of wrestling in New Japan had going on in the 90s. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. More stiff shoot style wrestling. Yep. Yeah, so I bet it was popular over there. Ah, even on this side of the front row. Oh, yeah, that's right. Shit, hot cam front row. I'm pretty sure the ticket, it was free. Go to these, this. Ah. So they just. They got way up to the front. Yeah. Well, if, All right, if, so if they're on vacation, the chair. I was gonna say, if they're on vacation there, they were probably fucking waiting in line all day. Yeah. I got shit. Sure we got nothing to do. Yeah, nice weather. Ooh. I love that kind of clothesline. The sit down. Yeah. It just makes the impact even more. The Miz does that very well. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, when when they land on their ass, it just creates the more impact, the sound. Yeah, sucks for them though. Ask Hogan yeah. how landed on your ass. <laughs> yeah, Hogan was all back. those leg drops. Yeah. yeah. All right. A nice suplex by Johnny Grunge. Yeah, very nice suplex. Going for a cover. Cactus is gonna break that up real quick. Break that up easily. Rocco rocks in now. Leg drop. Ah, this should be all. What the fuck are you talking about? Jason? Yeah, a leg drop. A leg drop should be all. It's not Hogan. <laughs> right, it's Rocco Rock leg drop. Fucking Rocco Rock. <laughs> it's not even through a table or anything. <laughs> Rocco Rock has a sweat, sweaty ass back right now. Back oh, sweat yeah. going on there. Tuck hottest balls in that building. That's what they always say. This fucking building was scorching. Yeah, it definitely looks like it smells in there. <laughs> yeah. You put up with the smell, be part of the revolution. <laughs> you become one with the smell. Yeah, yeah so Mike. Like, was deodorant a big thing in 94? Like, when did deodorant become, like, big? Yeah, I think it's been. <laughs> I guess it depends on. You personally. <laughs> yeah. because I was 10, so I don't think I was wearing deodorant yet. <laughs> yeah. It all depends on your age. Before, you're, before you need deodorant, you don't give a fuck about it and don't really know about yeah. it. <laughs> and then your parents have to tell you, hey, you stink, put this on. <laughs> you smell like shit. Here's some right card. There's always a one kid, too, like in sixth grade or fifth grade. Eh, maybe even a little older. There's always that person. Yeah, there's always this... Ball. 
person that doesn't use deodorant yet. And that can go as far into like into high school, like ninth grade. When you change it for gym class, you got a fucking one stinky person with no deodorant. You don't have any like stinky coworkers? I've had a couple of coworkers. Yeah. I never noticed. I knew of some stinky teachers when I was a kid. So there's gotta be some. <laughs> yeah, there's gotta be. Alright. If I don't know of any if I don't know any stinky teachers, then I must be the stinky <laughs> Yeah, you might be the stinky teacher. <laughs> swamp ass stinking it up. Well anyway. thank God for remote learning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're going on to the outside here. Over the Guardrail, Rocco Rock throws Cactus Jack. And now we have everybody scattering. Here come the chairs. Who the Nick fuck's this dude? Look at this guy come hopping in. <laughs> yeah, he's like, get me over here. Who the fuck are you? And he's like getting in people's way. I'll be telling him to fuck off. It's like he's acting like he's an employee. Right, that's how he's acting. Hey, hey watch out. He's got a fucking backwards blue hat on and an oversized t shirt. <laughs> like, hey, he doesn't have a staff shirt on. Who the fuck are you? Hey, knock it off. Get down. He's waving. Oof. Have a seat, buddy. Oh, one dude just threw his chair down. Oh, we got a frying pan. Now I'm more intrigued with this wannabe security guard. I'm surprised he was able to leap over that guardrail like he did. By the looks of him. And we're moving around more. We get a view from the eagle's nest. There's chairs and trash barrels full of cans just get tossed by cactus. Cactus tossing tables over. We got the Kino TV in the <laughs> in the shot there. <laughs> oh, flyball, flyboy Rocco Rock just dives off of something that we can't see. You know, Joey Styles even recognizes that. He doesn't know what he jumped from. All right, Rocco's taking Cactus Jack back to the ringside area. He just tosses a chair. Holy shit. Like, fucking nail somebody with that? What's that guy got in his hand? A lightsaber? Yeah, what the hell is that? Singapore cane? Yeah, he's got his own Singapore cane. <laughs> Johnny Grunge has a frying pan. Shit, man. Match pretty hardcore. Mikey's still yeah. down in the ring. Cactus Jack in. Mikey Whipwrecker down in the ring. Public Enemy are in full control, bringing a folding table into the center of the ring and setting it up. Someone's going through that table. Yep. I'm going to take a guess. Johnny Grunge, big right hands on Cactus Jack to weaken him up. They both slam his head into the table. And they're laying him out on the table. Looks like... Let's say Rocco Rock is going to land on it. Yeah. Cactus moves. We'll see. Johnny Grunge is holding him down, though. Yeah, he is. And... Oh, shit. Rocco Rock goes... <laughs> wow. Moonsault. Moonsault halfway across the ring. Breaking the table. That's a, some good distance. Yeah, it was. Well, Rocco Rock used to be a high-flying masked wrestler. No, I believe it after seeing that. That looked a lot better than his uh, shitty flop from the top rope to the outside. <laughs> yeah, that's like, there wasn't a lot of space there, though. So he had to be careful. Uh-oh. All right, so Cactus is out. Now they're going to set up for a move on Mikey. Look at what we got, inverted suplex. Oh, DDT. Ooh, 
reverse. Reverse, yep. Cabbage Patch on the top rope from Rock or Rock. <laughs> oh, Cactus shakes the ropes. Oh, Rocco lands on his nuts again. Does that same spot. Lands on the Second top rope. Time. Nut shot. Mikey, the roll up. One, two, One, two three. three. New tag chips. And the fan favorite gets the roll up and is a new ECW awesome. World Tag Team Champion. Sweet. So these are our first official extreme championship wrestling title change. Yes. Yeah, good call there. Was the tag title. Extreme championship tag titles. Woo, Cactus and Mikey. What a team. Yeah, that was good. That was a good match. Yeah. Wow, that was like a 20-minute match. Didn't even feel like it. Yeah, 21 minutes into the show now. Show. Halfway through the episode. Mick Foley celebrating with the, with the tourists. Yeah. Making his way out. <laughs> awesome. All right. Hoping for our little Cactus Jack promo coming up here. Nice. Cactus that raises that awesome. title. Be there for that. Yeah, it's so up close and personal, too. Fucking badass. Got big tube televisions in the way. Can't see shit. There he is. Imagine to have been at these shows and be able to think back, like, oh, I was there for all these fucking great moments. Yeah. Like, before crazy. these guys were huge stars. Because Cactus Jack, he's not a huge star yet at this point. No. He's known as a mid-carder in WCW. Yep. That's it. Most rest, you know, big wrestling fans understand that he was a, uh, you know, a superstar caliber talent. Right. Just based on his promos and his ring work, and here they are. This is the promo. Let's take a listen. Tell these people. Tell Cactus Jack what goes through your mind. Cactus, I promised my mother I'd never win another title belt again. Why? Because she's scared I'm going to end up like you. Mikey, I think you're missing the point. You see, when Terry Funk missed his plane, you got to understand, in the world of professional wrestling, transportation mishaps do occur. I could have gone back to that dressing room and picked any wrestler in the room who would have been glad at the shot at the public enemy. I could have picked Chris Benoit. I could have picked two cold Scorpio. Hell, I probably could have asked the franchise. But I picked you. Do you know why? I have no idea. Because I saw me in you. You got into the world of professional wrestling the dirty way. You set up rings, and who broke you in? A man named Sonny Blaze. And I ask you this, who broke in Sonny Blaze? Cactus Jack did. So you broke into wrestling hearing all about Cactus Jack, not just about the suicidal moves, not just about the missing body parts, but a part of Cactus Jack that most people know very little about, the kindness. In the same way I took Sonny Blaze under my wing, I decided to take you. You held that ECW television championship for five months and everyone said it was luck. It wasn't luck. Luck played a part, a small part, but what I saw when Mikey Whipwreck stepped out in the ring was a man holding on for dear life. So now, Mikey, you and I will hold on for dear life, and you're not giving that belt back, and maybe I'll have to talk to your mother and straighten this whole, this whole thing out. Because the public enemy is coming after you. The public enemy is coming after me. 
Mikey will be facing danger every step of the way. We'll be facing disempowerment every step of the way. We'll be facing death every step of the way. And liking it? Big bang! Like likes it. <laughs> good shit. Yeah, always good promo from Cactus Jack. Goes without saying. Hey, what kind of music is this? It's like uh it's like Rocky music. Yeah. It's like Rocky music or like a sports package. <laughs> Like highlight music for the 70s. Oh, this is funny. Alright, so we're getting a recap of Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman story. Which we saw last episode. The Singapore Kane match from August 28th. Yeah, the famous Thank You Sir may have another. Tommy, like you said, going for a sexual assault. <laughs> Goes for Sandman, misses, and runs into the Singapore cane, swung by a woman herself. A DDT that gives Sandman the win. Then the lashes come. Several wrestlers brought this injustice to the referee's attention, and even ECW Commissioner Todd Gordon offered to restart it's the Todd Gordon. Todd. <laughs> This is like woman's default music. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, that's this is her theme. <laughs> She's so hot though. Yeah. Boom. Smacked breaks. It's awesome. Gonna play the whole thing. <laughs> I hope they don't play the whole thing. But if if this was not the September sixth and was actually the thirteenth, they took a week off. It's probably good that they're showing this again. People that missed it. Oh, that sweet-ass X-Men shirt in that. <laughs> you see that? No. I just like seeing uh, how, like, grungy Sandman is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there it is. There it is, yeah. The Sandman, he's a fucking bum. <laughs> the cigarette. <laughs> he, he legit, you know, that's his character. And he, he might even be this for real, but he's that drunk yeah. guy in the corner of the street. Yeah. <laughs> Picture that's how he like gets his newspaper in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Right, he doesn't even change. You could smoke cigarettes in like convenience stores, just walk in, fucking spark one up, blow it in everyone's face. What the fuck was that? Oh. 
these were just as bad the first time I watched it. <laughs> yeah. They're tough to watch, no matter how many times we see it. Fucking groundbreaking part of ECW history, though. Yeah. You know, this story itself. Sandman and Tommy Dreamer. It's crazy that just in you know one weekend you have Extreme Championship Wrestling formed. Shane Douglas throws down the NWA title. Declares the World Championship. Get this classic caning of Tommy Dreamer. Cactus Jack and Mikey Whipwreck become tag champs. All that's happening on that weekend. Awesome. There it is, the one. That last oh. big one. Fucking big running head start. Still gets up, though. Yep. Gets cheered by the crowd, too. Show him respect, finally. Oh, look at the blood. Now, Tommy Dreamer better not ever have those suspenders on again <laughs> after this point. <laughs> you can't go from being that badass, taking all those lashes, and coming out with fucking suspenders and a glittery jacket on again. Look at this stare down. Yeah. Sandman's in a daze. Sandman looks like fucking Freddy Krueger. Sandman <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know what a weight is. I quit, Matt. You're not gonna quit on me. No. Nope. Promo time. You're not gonna go out there and quit or anything, are you? I mean, I can't have you quit on me. This couldn't be happening to me. I'm woman. You understand? I'm <laughs> woman, and you will not quit on me. Do you understand? This is not dealing with peaches. Woman is demanding. Sandman does not quit on her. On you. You're gonna go out there and you're gonna beat the tar. <laughs> woman is just giving him shit. Yeah, verbally assaulting him and it's working. It's getting him all fucking amped up. Yep. She's just yapping. <laughs> Go to the bank and get me some money. <laughs> she said she'd quit on him. Oh, look at Chris Benoit's hair. <laughs> My God, and the fucking helmet head. <laughs> that thing. Darth Vader's the back of Darth Vader's <laughs> helmet. Oh, we got Rockin' Rebel Troy Aikman and lukewarm Chad Austin. Jason, Jason. Jason Knight, right? One of them will be taking on Chris Benoit. Jason, the TV champion, sexiest man on earth. What's his last name? Knight, right? Knight, yep. Ah, so it's going to be <laughs> Chad Austin. friend Billy Knight if he was arrested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> oh, that's great. From Canada, that's it. From Canada. Look at him. Look how little he looks, too. <laughs> he looks like he's a jobber. <laughs> he looks like he's a midget. <laughs> like, he's, look at how little his arms are. Yeah. Like the length. He always had short arms, big traps, and neck. Yep. Look how little his legs are, though. <laughs> God, it's like an optical illusion how small his legs look. He must have wore like special boots after, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. He didn't always look this small. I, mean, I know he's supposed to be like 5'9", but he's probably no way. No, he's probably like my height, 5'7". Yeah, look at him. I'm going to look it up. Chris Benoit, real height. 5'11", no fucking way. No fucking way. Eddie Guerrero was 5'8", he's 5'11". Doubt it. Yeah, right. You know, All right, so they cut from the match. Cut to Tommy Dreamer. Cut to Tommy. Let's take a listen to him. Woman, you're in my face. What do you think any man would do? And now, woman, the scars, the blood, the red crimson that started from that beautiful red lipstick of yours, I'm going to take it out on your man, the Sandman. And I'm going to make him say the worst words that will ever be uttered in the ECW arena. Yes, Tommy Dreamer. Yes, you're a better man. And I quit. All right, it looks like they're setting up an I quit match between Tommy Dreamer and Sandman. That's interesting, considering neither of them are really, like, submission wrestlers. Yeah. I guess it's more of, like, who can take the beating the longest. Yeah. Should be more of, like, a last man standing match. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh. Oh, look at these maneuvers by Chris Benoit. Looks Just awesome. Classic. Lukewarm Chad Austin here. Oh, yeah. And at this point, Benoit's like a golden child on the uh, on the smart scene. Yeah, they love him. I was going to say internet wrestling community, but that didn't really exist in 94. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the internet was there, but. It's like magazine wrestling, I Yeah. Think. It's like super new in terms of who had access to it in 94. Did you have it in 94? What? Internet. What'd you get in 95? I think, I think 94, honestly. When was, um, I had right before AOL, I had AOL, then it was like AOL 3.0. Yeah. And that's, that's when I really got on the internet. I think 3.0 was 95. But there was something before that a little earlier. Like, it wasn't yeah, even called cool. 2.0. I that think they just skipped AOL. that. Yeah. yeah, it was just AOL. Because yeah. we had that, but then like AOL 3.0 was, I think, when they introduced Instant Messenger. Yeah, 3.0 had some new new features like Instant Messaging, I believe. And then 4.0 was a complete design change. Yep. Like the coloring, the logo. And that was, I think, 96. But yeah, 4.0 was like, oh yeah, this one, this is the yeah, badass that version. Was a, <laughs> that was a big change, but I'm pretty sure I had, yeah, I know, because I had AOL, then it was like AOL 3.0, 4.0, then you just waited for every version, right, until it finally got fucking like phased out. Yep. Funny that the the aim, the instant messenger, became more popular than having the service. <laughs> yeah. That's all people wanted it for anyway, was the chat. Yep. I say a nice flying headbutt off the top row from Benoit for the win over Chad Austin. Um, Rock and Rebel kind of tripped up uh, Chad Austin here. Let's take a look at the replay. Nice side suplex. Beautiful side suplex. Just the way he sells him on the way up and then drops him down. Yep. 
Nice tombstone. Tombstone pile driver from Benoit. Alright, so they're not going to show the Rock and Rebel thing, but you know, something happened with the Rock and Rebel, which put Chad Austin into a tough spot. Now you have. What was that? Uh oh. Whoa! He's taking the straps down. Oh, yeah. Chad Austin with the straps down. Is your your video messing up? Yeah, yeah, the speed. Okay. Alright, so we got Rock and Rebel and Jason bitching at each other. Hit him with the belt, Jason. Oh! I hate Rock and Rebel. Oh! Jason nice. nails Rock and Rebel from behind. Beating the fuck out of him with the belt. Hell yeah. Get him, Jason. Get him, lukewarm. Now they're kicking the shit out of him. Look at those shitty kicks. <laughs> yeah, from Chad Austin. So yeah. Yeah. It's funny that Jason is better than Chad Austin. <laughs> anyone, so, gonna, anyone gonna help Rock and Rebel? No, he didn't get, he's an asshole. He doesn't have any friends. No friends. He burnt all his bridges back. That's right. He was a big dickhead. He burned his bridges. So I don't know if this would count as a babyface turn because nobody's going to want to help him. <laughs> you know, funny, because I did look into this a little bit because after this, Rockin' Rebel is going to be in a few matches. We'll see him a few more times, but eventually he's going to he's going to refuse to do the job to somebody, and he gets fired. <laughs> oh wow, really? Yeah, Paul Heyman fires his ass because he doesn't want to lose to I forget who it was. But it'll it'll come up in a upcoming episode. But yeah, if any of you out there can think of it off the top of your head, tweet us at ExtremeCast. And who's the guy that Rock and Rebel denied to lose to, which caused him being fired just like a couple weeks later? Or I, maybe it was early October when he got fired. But yeah, good riddance to the Rock and Rebel soon. Oh, Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko, nice. So you get Chris Benoit in the last match. Now you get Dean Malenko. It's changing oh, here. With Jason? Oh. He's like. Yeah, he's with Jason. Oh, there's a. Uh, Same show? Yeah. Yeah, let me check. Uh, I put. Yeah, this match was August 28th, 1994. We got the TV debut of Chris Benoit. Although he did. We did have a match with Tuco Scorpio on the 27th in the tournament, but we didn't see that match. And it wasn't on the show. It was just highlights. Oh, from Europe. They're billing Dean Malenko from Europe? <laughs> oh, they're talking about Jason? Jason from Europe? What the fuck? SummerSlam, another Vince ripoff. <laughs> that would have been Undertaker versus Undertaker that year. Which would have been days before this. Oh! <laughs> Dean Malenko attacks JT Smith with the referee not looking. Oh, JT Smith has that injured knee. 
that he's just coming back from. They're working that here. Yep. Ooh, referee didn't see it. Now Jason goes right to it on JT Smith. So I guess Demolinko is like an enforcer or bodyguard type character. Which is cool because even though he's small, he has that presence. You don't fuck with him. That's what I always loved about Demolinko. Ooh, Stone Cold expression on his face. <laughs> Ooh, JT Smith. I like how right, I like how he didn't just get beat right away by Jason. Yeah, 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 me too. He's actually fighting back. Fighting back injured. Ooh, that move always looks like it hurts. Especially when you're selling an injury. Not a nice return for JT Smith here. Got fucked by Demolinko. Oh! JT grabbed by the throat like it's the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> the Undertaker, JT Smith. <laughs> Oh, JT's leg gave out. He couldn't. Oh, and he's going to get pinned. All right, so JT, you know, the story is he tries his heart out after getting injured before the match. His leg gives out as he attempts a body slam. Nice finish. Nice old school wrestling finish. All right. Dane Malenko in cahoots with Jason. That's why Jason said, fuck Rock and Rebel. We got Dean Malenko. <laughs> Alright, so we got some new style type of promo where we're looking at a TV screen. On an angle. Also, they're showing us promos leading up to the NWA tournament. A nine one one choke slam and doink. All right, so we got some shitty music overdubbing. That choke slam rolls. Yeah, that was awesome. Especially the doink. We don't clown around. ECW. No clowns allowed what that sign says in the front row. Awesome. So anyway, like I was saying, uh, there's some shit-ass music playing as usual. But what's really playing on the episode is Metallica's Sad But True. Fucking I, badass song. Yeah, that music, the music that they edit out would make these episodes that much better. Oh my god, yeah. And Shane Douglas and Clown Paint look scary as hell. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yo, Partly why we, you know, I don't think we've ever said this, but partly why we have the music break and the outro music is because we want to give it more of a feel of that time and how that ECW show was. So I wanted to take music that was in the shows originally and still have it, you know, as kind of an aesthetic, kind of get you into the mood of ECW Hardcore TV. So that's why we play it. So 
when we ask for a request, we usually want it to be related to what was going on at the time, 94, or if it was someone's music that's that's in the show. So that's you know, that's why we've been doing that. And with that said, and I just said Metallica Sad But True is playing here during this package here. So that's what we're going to play during our break, is Metallica Sad But True. But yeah, the, 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 the shows totally are made not only from the great action, but the music of the time. It's part of the cultural phenomenon that was right. ECW. It's one thing I remember about loving it. You know, just like Hardcore TV, I think even our podcast, the Extreme Livecast, the music has become something popular with the listeners. Yeah. Like, what song's going to be the break song? What song's going to be at the end? This is before the time of uh, DMCA's. Yeah. It's a nice recap there of the tournament. Douglas winning and giving a speech. And then Dennis Coraluzzo. W.A. Herb. Yep. This guy sucks. Nerd ass bitch. He looks like he sucks to work for, too. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Oh, I don't have all the money. We didn't yeah. get as many people that we thought we were at the door. Oh, guaranteed. He's fucking somebody out of money. Um, drives away and is like fucking Oldsmobile. <laughs> We have Todd Gordon making the announcement Todd that Gordon. Extreme Championship Wrestling is born in replace of NWA Eastern Championship Wrestling. We recognize Shane Douglas. As the ECW World Heavyweight Champion, I declare the world of professional wrestling 1994 and before. Dude looks like a champion. Yeah, he does. 1994 and on. Matt Bourne. It's half blink, half Matt Bourne. I love how his face paint is all fucked up. Tough backup. <laughs> cool. Alright, so that wraps up the episode from September 6th or 13th of 1994 in the aftermath of the NWA tournament. So, some pretty good shit there. So, we had debuts of Chris Benoit, debut of Dean Malenko, Cactus Jack, and Mikey Whipwreck winning the titles from Public Enemy. After Public Enemy being around for a year, so good shit there. We got a we got a few recaps, of course. You know, recaps of the Singapore Caning, and then you know just that recap there of the tournament. Then we also had you know minor story here, but still JV and I love it. Rock and Rebel got his ass kicked by Jason <laughs> and uh, and lukewarm Chad Austin. So essentially, he's out of their little stable. So good. Action-packed episode, I would say. In their debut of Extreme Championship on Hardcore TV. Yeah, that was cool. A nice statement. Yeah, good way to kick things off. And they're going to continue that with the next episode, September 20th, that we're going to cover. But before we get to that, we'll take a quick little break. As I said, you're going to take a listen to Metallica, Sad But True, as that was played during the highlight package of the World Title Tournament on the original episode. Not this WWE shit version of it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so take a listen to that, and then we'll be right back after that to do the episode from September 20th, 1994.
Now for the next episode of ECW Hardcore TV. It's episode 74 from September 20th, 1994. We're going to have a runtime of 45 minutes and 55 seconds. So get yourself set up on to September 20th on the network if you're going to watch along with us. I'll do the countdown as usual, three down to one when I say play. We'll all click play. So get yourself situated. And I'll read the network blurb to you guys as you get situated there. We have ECW champion Shane Douglas and Matt Bourne deliver a message about the state of ECW. Cactus Jack and Mikey Whipwreck, new tag team champions, they're going to take on who better than Canyon? Chris Canyon making his debut here on ECW Hardcore TV with his partner, Dino Sendoff, who they really should, and when you see it, send him off. So Shane Douglas is going to defend the ECW championship against Usamu Nishimoru. Oh, we got a popular Japanese wrestler of the time in. And maybe that helps explain why there are so many Japanese 
people in attendance because they all wanted to see him in ECW. That's the answer. Uh, we have Taz taking on Surfer Ray Odyssey. I like how they even call him Surfer Ray Odyssey in the blurb. <laughs> and then Jason's going to defend the TV title against Rock and Rebel. All right. So sounds like a good show. Let's get ready to go here. JV, you're all set? Yes. All right. And also, guys, make sure you play the network ad. Usually there's an ad. Sometimes there's not. Well, oftentimes there is. So make sure you listen to that. And then make sure you're at zero, 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 zero. All right. You should be ready now. Here's the countdown. Three, two, one, play. All right, starting off with Shane Douglas. The franchise. Good quality video here in this one. Oh, special effects. Can all kiss my ass. Look at all those multiple screens. <laughs> Reminds me of like... A TV studio, like in an 80s movie, like RoboCop or something. Like an executive's office with a bunch of TV monitors. Or maybe like No Holes Barred would be a better example. Or even Gremlins 2. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Those big screen, like those big walls that have shit ton of TV yeah. on them? Yeah. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what? This looks like the Thunderdome, too. <laughs> You got all those fucking monitors. Except it's all Shane Douglas. So they're messing around with some of their new technology that they have. They probably just got this new package. Like, ah, oh, let's try some of this new shit. Let's say I would play one. Alright, again, this nice recap here of this awesome promo. So tonight, let the new era begin. Oh, they got a fade feature. The era of the sport <laughs> of professional wrestling. The era of the franchise. The era of the ECW. He's not wrong. Ooh, let's Have listen you ever to this promo. And at first glance, Boink, you say, Jane I Douglas. can't stand it. But there's something that keeps your attention. It holds your attention like a magnet. Because you look at it and you know there's something <laughs> deep inside that you just can't turn away from. It's like a powerful drug that holds your attention. You know, when I looked at Doink and I'd flip the channel, he was everything I hated about this profession. The gimmickry, the cartoon atmosphere. It was everything I couldn't stand. And yet when I looked at it, I knew there was something deep down, even underneath that makeup, that I just couldn't turn away from. There was a man underneath there. In fact, the best kind of man, a professional wrestler. Paulie <laughs> Dangerously. And everybody in the ECW said, this is no circus. <laughs> no circus, it isn't. <laughs> but I can clown around, and I can still kick your ass. <laughs> You want to swing sticks? <laughs> you want to swing chairs? <laughs> and I can still kick your ass. <laughs> you want to get nuts? <laughs> I'll bet on your chin. <laughs> but the bottom line is, <laughs> I'm in the ECW, <laughs> and you're not. <laughs> What a laugh. It man. goes like this. Instead of Alpha, Omega, it's Omega and Alpha. The beginning and the end, the end and the beginning. We've buried the NWA. 
Rest in peace. Let it die like it should have long ago. It should have never been resurrected or even been attempted to. But today, in 1994, I am the Alpha. I stand before you as the resurrection of the sport of professional wrestling. I am the genesis of a new society, burying what was called professional wrestling as entertainment, as a cartoon atmosphere. I begin that transformation today with the epitome of the cartoon to the epitome of the man, a professional wrestler. Now I am the ECW heavyweight champion of the entire world. It says it right here, extreme championship wrestling. <laughs> We've taken professional wrestling where others had only dared dream about. We've taken it to the outer limits where people have decided to walk amongst the crowd. We've decided to soar with the Eagles. Extreme championship wrestling. There are no better imitators. There are no contenders to the throne. There are no pretenders to the throne. If you want hardcore action, if you want the best wrestler in the world today, it's tune into extreme championship wrestling. Because as the franchise, as the ECW World's Heavyweight Champion, I declare the world of professional wrestling 1994 and before, rest in peace. 1994 and on, the Alpha, the beginning the genesis. <laughs> I am the franchise, and this is my tough backup. <laughs> what a way to start. I fucking love it. Well, you know what I don't understand? Maybe you know the answer to this. Yeah. So, like, Matt Bourne or Osborne. Is it Bourne or Osborne? His real name's Osborne, but his wrestling name was Matt Bourne. Because there's another Matt Bourne, right? No, this is the Matt Bourne you're supposed to be thinking of. Yeah, but there's like the, the modern day wrestler. His name was Matt Bourne, right? Oh, Evan Bourne. Evan Bourne. So, but regardless, it's irrelevant here. How come other people were able to play Doink? He never trademarked it? Well, Vince owned it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Owned it, so he, wasn't, he shouldn't even be technically portraying Doink here, but... Okay. You know, it's ECW and nobody knows. Not many people are knowing about it at this point. Ah, so that wasn't his original creation. Right. Nah, he was uh, Big Josh in WCW before he was done. No shit. I guess, I don't know what happened. I think he got fired. Didn't pass like a drug test or something. I'm not positive, but he was let go for whatever reason. Basically a troublemaker. And uh, they replaced him with that shitty doink, the good guy doink, Ray Apollo. Yep. But man, heel doink, that was awesome even back then in 93. They call it cartoonish, but that that's a good character. Psycho, crazy clown. I, I always liked doink. I don't know if it's because I was like a Joker guy as a kid too, but like, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I think he was going for, being like the Joker. Like, evil... Clowns are the best. Yeah. No, because underneath the makeup, they're just a crazy person. But yeah. Covering up. I see a lot of, like, the new Joker movie in the, the character of Doink. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Even, take a look at the face paint of the Joker in this new one. It's very similar to the Doink style makeup. Yep. The, uh, especially the, um, the, um, 
The triangles. The lip, lip stick, I guess. The which one? The lipstick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the mouth. Yeah, and the triangle. On, mouth yeah, the triangle. Yeah, triangle underneath the eyes. Oh, you finally watched the Joker recently. Yeah. It was awesome. I can't believe you waited that long. I know. I can't believe I did either. <laughs> I think I've watched it already like 10 times. Oh, shit. All right. All right. Yeah, we got a recap got a here. Recap of what we just watched. Mikey and Cactus Wing, the titles. Mikey, I told you I was going to take you under my promo? wing. So here's a lesson for no. today. Don't you ever, ever confuse the words Cactus Jack right, and Greatness. Because I ain't great. I got the World Tag Team Championship. It don't make us great. You wear the World Tag Team Championship, and Mikey, I'm sorry to break it to you, but you're not all that great. <laughs> the public enemy is great, but on that night in Philadelphia, maybe we were just a little lucky, or maybe destiny was looking us in the eye. But either way, we walked out with the straps, and now they're strapless, and now they're mad. Sting got mad at me once. He knocked your teeth out. Vader <laughs> <laughs> got mad at me once. Your ear off. Bang, bang. And you know what I say? Thank you. Because you look at this face. You look at this ear. And you look at this teeth. And you look at the history of professional wrestling, Mikey. They're all here. From Abdullah to Zabisco. The A to Z of professional wrestling. They've all made their mark. So now I say, public enemy, show me just how great you are. Make your mark on the face of Cactus Jack, and you will live in infamy forever. Mikey, the public enemy, is real, real mad. You know what that means? <laughs> He's, I'm going to die. <laughs> he likes it. Mikey really, really likes it. And public what enemy. What a fucking lovely bye -bye. good promo. He's going to prove it back to back. you. Whew. Man, that part about... Make your mark on this face of Cactus Jack and become part of history. That's fucking awesome. Good shit. I can tell he genuinely likes Mikey, too. Yeah. Hey, Canyon. <laughs> Look at Chris Canyon. And his dumpy partner. Yeah, who's that guy? <laughs> Dino, Dino's send-off. All right. There they go. They got a match as tag champs. See a young version of our man Trash Canyon. See how he was early on in '94. Just crazy because that's six years before we see him in our coverage of the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, where he joined with the Invasion. And we know he's a solid wrestler as his time with Mortis, as being Mortis. It'll be cool to see him here. <laughs> bang bang! <laughs> what a character! That shitty cardboard sign. <laughs> yeah, I want to see the front of it. Is that an Amazon box? <laughs> All right, we start with Mikey and Canyon. Look how lean Canyon looks. I know. 
Looks in better shape here than he did the rest of his career, and he was in pretty good shape the rest of his career. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely was young and been here. Well, yeah, like you said, lean. He's got definition. Yeah. It's one of the better shaped guys we've seen on ECW. Yeah, for like, kind of, like, this has got, you know, jobber type match, you know. Yeah. But hey, oh! Mocking <laughs> 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 Cactus and Mikey with the bang bang. Well, he's probably a local wrestler, too. Yeah. From like New York, right? Yep. And he has some character, though, to be able to do that. You know, he has yep. some confidence. He doesn't look like a dope like this guy. Dino Sendoff. Oh, double clothesline the canyon out, out of the ring. That's what you get for doing the bang bang. Now they're doing the bang bangs. <laughs> Talk shit, get hit. Yep. <laughs> Mikey Whipwreck. Yeah. Mikey Whipwreck has that stretched out collar. <laughs> bacon neck. <laughs> yeah, bacon neck. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that, but it makes sense. Really? That wasn't like a Michael Jordan Haynes commercial. Oh, really? Yeah. Bacon neck. I think he's on a plane. Yeah, on the, I was just going to say, was it yeah. the one on the plane? Yeah. Oh, it was the, like, the guy's sweater? Or was it his t-shirt? I think it was someone else's t-shirt, and he's like, you got to get a Hanes so you don't get bacon neck or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just kick Oof. that send-off right in the face. <laughs> Look at fucking, only, Mick, only Cactus Jack could pull off fucking leopard skin. Yeah. Leopard print boots. It's cool, though. Oh, Public Enemy running in with some new outfits. They got red. So what do you think those are? You think those are bulls? Yeah, I'd say so. Oh, Pistons. Gotta be Chicago Bulls. No, Pistons have blue in them. Just blue? Yeah, this is red and black and white. So. That's, that's just red, black, and white. That's Pistons. Um, yeah, it's, Pistons it is, I see the logo now. That, that's the Bulls. Yeah, and the pinstripe Chicago. Yep. They got the Knicks, they got the Bulls. Now they're beating the fuck out of Mikey. Jack is Jack, though. He's waiting. Creeping up. There he goes. Right after Rocco and Johnny. Kicks to the gut. Double, double DDT. That was nice. Yeah, that was cool. He's telling Mikey to stay in the fucking corner. <laughs> stay over there. Double clothesline. Is he going to slingshot him? <laughs> oh, I guess the Canyon and send-off match is over. <laughs> Those guys are out of there. Now it's just a brawl between the public enemy and the tag champs. So it looks like we'll have a rematch between these two teams soon. There's no upcoming Supercard, so everything's probably just going to be on these regular episodes. I don't think there's another Supercard until November to remember. We've got two months. Woo! Battling on the outside. 
Cactus is taking a couple bumps into the guardrails. Oh, Mikey! <laughs> we couldn't see him coming out of the ring, but you could see Public Enemy looking up and seeing that something was coming. Yeah, you just see him fall. <laughs> then Mikey, yeah, Mikey just lands on their ass. That was cool. Crowd loves it. The hoodies. Again, this is uh, also taped on the August 28th ECW Arena show. Which is where just about all the other matches were on the last episode. All from the 27th and the 28th. Oh, so Joey just announced the rematch is going to be October 1st. So we'll be seeing that in a few weeks. All right. Oh, too cold. Too cold Scorpio comes out the whoop. There it is. Whoop. There it is. The shiny ass best. Have you seen that new commercial where it has a tag team in there? They're in the kitchen. In there. No. No. It's, uh, I forget what company they're actually in it. Yeah, they're in it. Yeah. You won the NWA title. You push the belt, you You remember the commercial where it was, um, that band Rat was in? Like, oh, we got a rat problem. And the band Rat was in there singing in the house. No. No. Anyway, it's the same company, but this one had tag team in it. Pretty funny. All right, so that's too cold now. Baby, right here. To the extreme championship wrestling. You know what that means, baby? When you step in the ring with too cold, I'm taking you to the extreme. Because I float like a butterfly, I sting like a bee. When I come off the top rope with the distance, don't miss. Hey, you're going down for three. Hi, whoop, there it is. Yeah, so gone. insecure. <laughs> so insecure rapping. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh shit. Flies away with his Dumbo ears. <laughs> it's like a wing nut. <laughs> what did he call his finisher? The, the diss and no, don't no. miss? <laughs> anyway, yeah, that promo sucked. All right, so he's got, got Lan Lance Storm's haircut. <laughs> he's got Lance Storm tights on, too. <laughs> storming. Hey, he's storming. <laughs> Storm what you asked the... for at the bobber. Can I get the storming? <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I be a wannabe Lance Storm? My name oh, is going to be. a little flavor on it. He's got a fucking rat tail. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go by the name Stormin' Mike Norman. <laughs> so we got Mike Norman here against Tuco Scorpio. Ooh. Hell of a neck breaker. Yeah, always, nice neck breaker. always a great worker. Two cool score yeah. Except when he's in the ring against Sabu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where he clearly doesn't want to be. Yeah, his match against Shane Douglas on the last last episode. Not the previous episode, but the last Extreme Cast episode. During the tournament. That was a good match. Hell of a good match. I guess the best match, though, of the tournament we didn't get to watch was Chris Benoit against Tuco Scorpio. I can imagine that would be an awesome match. 
I like how we're actually getting matches on these episodes that we're watching on this week. Not just promo, 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 promo. This card, we're going to have... Fuck, we're going to have six matches. Damn. Nice roll-up. Yeah, nice roll-up. It's funny, though, because we're almost halfway into the show. Must be it, quick matches, then. Yeah, we're, we're only on the second match, but there's four more to come. Some squash matches. Yep. Nice, yeah, nice splash there by Scorpio in the corner. He's going to set him up. He's going to do his little spinny thing. No, he's not doing it. He usually calls <laughs> for it, like spins his fingers. Yeah. But there he goes. Effortless. That's how you do it, fucking oh! Rocco Rock. Oh. He's going to do Super Splash. All right, so that was just a nice moonsault. He didn't cover him, though, but now he wants to do... That was a nice kick, too. Big Scorpio Splash. Let's see this shit here. Oh. This that don't miss. That's badass. Yeah, it is. At the time, too, it's 94. So Whew. Or even before that, he was doing that in WCW in 93. Here comes two old Scorpio. Oh, he's calling out Shane Douglas. Yeah, see, he's confident there. Yeah, the first challenger to Shane Douglas will be too cold, Scorpio. All right, recap of Rock and Rebel getting beat down by Jason and lukewarm Chad Austin. How about he was being a team player? Rebel now with a face of Jason, throws Jason aside, catches the fist. Over! And Jason just cracked for Rock and Rebel with that TV title belt. And now he cracked him on the shoulder. Remember, the Rebel's got an injured shoulder. Chad Austin stomping away on the right shoulder of the Rock and Rebel. This is horrible. The Rocket Rebel was being a team player. Jason now kicking the Rocket Rebel in the ribs. There is no honor among thieves as Chad Austin and Jason blaming the loss of the matchup on Chad Austin when it was in fact Chad Austin who committed the faux pas. That'll separate a shoulder if not divorce it. And now it's Jason measuring Chad Austin. I'm sorry, Chad Austin and Jason measuring the Rocket Rebel trying to break that arm, trying to break that shoulder. This is a horrible scene, and one, you know, I'm no fan of the Rocket Rebel. He's no angel. The Rocket Rebel's not exactly going to be named a saint here in Philadelphia. I mean, he has used everything there is to use in, a, in Philadelphia. But did he deserve this? Definitely not. Last week on Extreme Championship Wrestling, we saw Jason successfully defend the ECW television title against Philadelphia's own J.T. Smith thanks to the interference of the shooter, Dean Malenko. Who's Styles looks like George Costanzo with hair? Not as you know, pudgy, of course, but <laughs> the glasses. Got that look. New Yorker look. <laughs> it's like he's in the movie Wall Street. <laughs> yeah. Or the boiler room. One of the jerk offs in Boiler Room. <laughs> 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 Alright, 
Jason versus the Rockin' Rebel. All right. Immediate action between these guys. Nice. You only have to wait a day. Actually, no. It was earlier in this recording. So they get a payoff. Same episode. Same day. Rockin' Rebel thinks he's a babyface now. Nobody gives a fuck. He's like pumping up the crowd. Still getting booed. Joey Styles trying to sell that the crowd was cheering for him. Eh, eh, it wasn't happening, Joey. Good try. <laughs> <laughs> so you have the shooter, Dean Malenko, with Jason here again. You got the peewee ref in there. Sexiest TV champion on earth. Pretty sexiest man on TV. All right, so Jason's distracting the ref. Demon Malenko's telling Rock and Rebel to back off. Rock and Rebel's stupid. He's going to press his luck here. Nope, he goes for a punch. Takedown! Demon Malenko. Looks like he broke his arm. <laughs> broke his arm, slides out of the ring. Boom! Snapped his shoulder, broke his arm. <laughs> All in a second, too. That's awesome. I like how they're using Demon Malenko here. Like, both of these matches with Jason. He's just helping Jason out. And it pisses the crowd off because Jason's going to keep winning because he has Dean Malenko with him. It's cool. Ah, somebody just yelled, get get those socks out of your leotard. And referencing that Jason's uh, filling up his pants, some socks. Got to get that Shawn Michaels bulge going. <laughs> Remember that when he was crotch chopping JR in the face with the socks in his Yep. <laughs> what a dickhead. Oh, that's when he was like peak dickhead mode. Oh, yeah. Like in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No kayfabe. <laughs> Rockin' Rebel doing all baby face spots thinking that the crowd's cheering for him. This guy's an idiot. And no one cares. Look at, I know he's at, he's looking for fan reactions now. Ah, one more, guys, one more. Nobody fucking likes you, dumbass. Nobody likes you, dude. It was just. What was that? What the fuck? What was that? That was some shit. Take the belt away from him now. Oh wait, you know what maybe happened? Rock and Rebel was probably a dickhead there and was in the wrong position. And then Jason like grabbed him, grabbed his face to be like, "Fuck you, you dickhead." That was horrible. Yeah, because. The way Rock and Rebel was lying, he should have been laid, you know, horizontal with the ropes. Instead, he went vertical, and Jason wasn't able to do the pin the way that it should have been done, with his feet on the legs, with his feet on the ropes, rather. I think Rock and Rebel fucked him. And then you can see how Jason got the fuck out of there real quick. Because he grabbed, he grabbed Rock and Rebel by the face to be like, fuck you, kind of. All right, let's listen to this promo. I've seen this before. This is good. Did I be the world's heavyweight champion? I embarked 12 years ago in this sport, and I say the word sport and underscore that word. 
that I knew that one day I'd be world's heavyweight champion as a wrestler. No entertainment, no actor, no person who goes and does a sitcom and then comes back and gets in the ring and tears his shirt off. I said from day one, a wrestler. And today I stand before you as the world's heavyweight champion, wrestling champion, an athlete. Hey Shane, we started out in this thing 12 years ago and here we are probably the best day of both our professional lives. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, Cactus Jack ECW tag team champion. I want to say congratulations and maybe one day after 12 years we'll find out who the better wrestler is. Mick, I'll be happy to show you. Bang, bang! <laughs> All right, Mick. You know, if you look around here, in ECW from day one when Todd Gordon embarked on this as an athletic corporation. He bucked corporate America. He looked at Ted Turner and said, Ted Turner, you can take the CNN towers and shove them where the sun doesn't shine. He looked at WWF and said, you can take that cartoon and flush it down the toilet because that's exactly what it is, a cartoon. It should be on Saturday mornings, not on Saturday evenings. But if you turn on ECW and you see what the hat says, hardcore wrestling. The Japanese know what hardcore wrestling is all about. About because there's nothing fake about Japanese wrestling. There's nothing fake about hardcore ECW wrestling. It's what the world is all about. All right, so they, they have a Japanese guy brought in, Nishimuru. I'd be lying to say that I know who he is or what his status was Maybe in Japan. Yeah, very well. Could be. Or people from the promotion that he traveled yeah. with. Let me do a little research on his ass. He looks like a wrestler. That's yeah. for sure. Doesn't look like a pushover. Nope. Pretty big guy. Hey, 6 1. Oh, Rick Flair is dead. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he was brought in for the tournament, the NWA tournament. Born again. I will get that correct by the end of the program. I promise you that. I mean, we've still got three matches after this one. Shit, yeah. I feel like these guys could go a while. Take up the, yeah, the remaining 15 minutes. I wonder what's going to happen here. Yeah, we got two matches. Actually, it's it's... Yeah, it's Taz against Ray Odyssey, and then Chris Canyon versus Paul Laurie, but 911 comes in, so that's probably like two seconds. A quick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I assume this will probably be quick. Matt Bourne will probably. I'll see. Interfere. Extreme world champion. I'd like to see just a nice wrestling match between, because the promo is talking about, you know, real wrestling. Yeah. So he's probably going to want to do a solid match with this guy. Doink. The first ever Extreme Championship Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, Osamu Nishimura. You are a fine athlete. Japan, you certainly got a great athlete in you, my friend. But today you face the franchise of professional wrestling. I'm going to give you a wrestling lesson of an entire Oh, yeah. Shane Douglas on the microphone. That's how this whole mess became. 
Alright, so based on what I can find on Wikipedia, from 91 to 98, he wrestled a lot in, like, tournaments here and there. But was, uh, I guess, pretty much in New Japan from 98 to 06. And he's still even involved in all, all Japan Pro to this very day. Hmm. No, I guess not. He retired in 2008, I think. Alright, anyway. Take a look at this match here. We're going to get a wrestling match. Hold the belt the right way. It's upside down. <laughs> Just clowning around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so these guys are going back and forth. Ooh, nice. Yeah, nice escape from that armbar. Armbar. Shane seems to be a step ahead here. Yeah. Plus slightly. More comfortable in the ECW arena than his opponent, maybe. Oh, roll up. Oh, and Shane kicks out. Oh, two count there. Shane's laughing. Yeah, oh, two colds down. Oh. Scouting. Scouting. Yep. Yeah. Scouting the franchise for their upcoming match on October 1st. Got a clean handshake there between the two competitors in the ring. Yeah, so we're getting a solid wrestling match here. Yeah. Like, they even when they counter each other, they separate and then restart. I like that. Oof. Oh, playing possum. Come here, ref. <laughs> what does he want? He's telling him for, I think, pulling the hair. Oh. Shane wants him reprimanded. <laughs> Shane wants to talk to his manager. That's funny. Shane's, like, all trying to be by the rules <laughs> in this match. Oof. Driving that shoulder into the midsection. What's it's this guy's name again? Nishimoru. It's his last name. Last name. Asomu Nishimoro. Nishimoro. Nishimura? Yeah, Nishimura. Nishimura, the island of Dr. Mishimura. <laughs> Dr. Monroe. Monroe. <laughs> Get a cover attempt here. Shane kicks out. So they, they each got a cover in. Attempted pinfalls. Yep. Mostly chain wrestling so far, but it's good. Yeah, definitely, like uh, definitely Japanese style. Japanese stretch you out style. Yep. Strong style, I think, is what they call it, right? Yep. At least that's what WWF told me. To <laughs> <laughs> Strong style, I guess, is like the hard kicks and whatnot. Yeah. So he's got a nice uh, body scissors on Shane here. He's working them. Yeah. You know, squeezing on that midsection really, really takes the wind out of Shane. Oh, Shane gonna press up here. It's like he's oh no, no. Nishimura is all over him. Yeah, like a fucking suffocating him. He's all on him like a spider monkey. Literally, he's fucking on him like a spider monkey. 
Yeah. Oh, what the hell? That's oh, a hell of a pin there. Right. It's like some jujitsu shit. Right. Oof. Shane's pissed. He's brawling now. Yeah, Shane wants. Big right hands. Yep, Shane's going to start going into his. Sidewalk slam. His pro wrestling offense here. American style. Yep. He's got to hit that belly to belly if he wants to win this match. He's going for a oh, suplex a, here. Oh, snap, snap suplex. suplex. That looked. Yeah, it did. That looks Look scary. at that guy's ripped jeans shorts on the side of Two Cold Scorpio. Did you see that? <laughs> I didn't see it. I was looking at the Phillies hat. <laughs> <laughs> They'll snap back. He's definitely not giving uh, Cindy Margolis a run for her money with those legs. Oh, jeez. I don't want to see it now. Got to speak to the times. Shane Douglas got some you know, head scissors on him here. Oh, Nishimura reverses. Uh -oh. Gets him into like an angle lock. Yeah. Looks like nothing, to be honest. Shane, oh, no, looks, looks good. Yeah, definitely looks like it hurts. Pulling on the legs, laying on the back. Shane Douglas doing a hell of a job selling regardless. Oh, looks like we're setting up for a... Oh, looked like he was going for a sharpshooter, but now he's going back Ooh. on the legs. It's like an inverted figure four or something? Yeah. And you, you slam back. Sometimes, that looks like it hurts every time he snaps back. Yeah, sometimes you can go back and do a bridge with that, but he's snapping back yeah. rather than bridging it. He'll bridge it and grab his, like, um, Shane's head. Right. So this is nuts. All right, Shane Douglas gets to the ropes. Worker. Yeah, I like this Nishimura. And Shane Douglas, you know, what I feel of him. It's fucking great. Well, they put on a nice solid match here. And they're getting good time, right? Chop. It's already been seven minutes into this match. Yeah. So, you know, that's good time, you know. I'd say no more than two more minutes for this match. Ooh. Nice martial arts kick. Oh, nice spin kick, yeah. It's a martial arts kick. Martial arts spin kick? <laughs> Any type of kick is martial arts kick. <laughs> yeah. you got to distinguish between martial arts kick. <laughs> Martial art kick one. Martial art kick two. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hell of a bridge he just put. This guy's nasty. That'd be like a list of a move set in a video game. Martial art kick one. Martial yeah. art kick. Or martial <laughs> art kick left. Martial art kick right. Nice. Nishimura's going to the top rope here. Yeah, that was a nice spot there. Just talked over. But um, Nishimura's at the top rope now, ready to pounce. Drop kick. Ooh, hell of a drop kick. He's, this guy's good. He is damn good. Too bad he don't speak English. I'm assuming he probably doesn't speak that well of English. I yeah. If he did, we would know about him. Look at this move. One, uh, order, order, order. two. Wow. This guy's putting on a clinic. Quick roll up here. Inside cradle. Wow, Bailey kicked out of that one. How's Shane going to get out of this one? Because this guy is on him like flies on shit. Yeah, he's working him. Oh, Shane uh -oh. Douglas. There's the mess. Whoa. Yep, he ducked. Ooh. Turned it into a fisherman. German suplex. Yeah, fisherman. Suplex. Fisherman suplex. Ah, Joey Styles with a little dig at Mr. Perfect. 
I've seen that move before, but never seen it done so perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> the other guys looked better. Nishimura's looked better, like, a couple of minutes ago when we were talking over it. Yep. His was a lot nicer than Shane's. Yeah. Shane. Ooh. Well, big win. Yeah, big win there. First title defense. He's going to get on the mic here. Let's take a listen. <laughs> so cocky. Yep. Cocky, but like respectful too. <laughs> yep. Tuco looks a little concerned. Yeah. This guy was out wrestling Shane the whole match, and oh, he's gonna. Talk. Hey, hey, hey! He's pissed. He's pissed. That's my belt. You give me my belt now. I didn't fucking right lose to you, motherfucker. I didn't lose. You got yellow <laughs> pants on. Yeah, look at you. I got bigger dick than you too, and I'm Chinese. Yeah. I'm Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> Just look at it. I can see it in your yellow trunks. <laughs> I have to wear black because it's so big. I don't want to bulge it out. <laughs> All right. So Shane Douglas is like, "What the fuck just happened? What did he just say to me?" Shane has no idea. I got so pissed off. What did he just say? That's right. I gotta go pick up my laundry, and now I'm late. I'll fuck be back. You. <laughs> no fuck me fuck you yeah. <laughs> Shane Douglas just lifts this title there you have it alright here we go right to the next match it's the Tasmaniac and surfer Ray Odyssey Ray Odyssey's very technically sound performer he is has good selling he doesn't look the same <laughs> looks like he put on 15 pounds yeah it looks like he put on a little weight too many Philly cheesesteaks, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't have his um his sunblock on his nose. Is he going to fly over? Oh, he still can do it, though. He can still leap out of the rink. <laughs> he looks like he drinks a lot of Budweiser. <laughs> like, out of a cup. He, like, goes to the bar. I don't know if this... Small cups. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, I was just thinking... I don't know. I believe it's Ray Odyssey, but they could. They might be fooling me because I swear this is like Ian Rotten wearing Ray Odyssey's gear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Taz. Tasmaniac has trunks that just say Taz on the back now. So they transition into a new name. Oof. Wow. Still chair shots from Taz to the. Surfer, Ray Odyssey. Ray Odyssey back in the ring. Taz says, get the fuck back in the ring. Oh, nut Ooh, shot. Bro. Taz is down. Taz is going to be pissed as fuck, though. Suplex the shit out of this dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That bodysuit is screaming. Ray Odyssey. Let now. me out. On <laughs> <laughs> its last scene. Oh, cannonball spin. I can't do that. Joey Styles, I don't know what to call that. That's why I just made up cannonball spin. <laughs> <laughs> cannonball! Sandlot. 
back to the top rope. Is he going to try it again? No. Nice drop kick. Patriots got the assholes kicked, huh? 38 to 9 right now. Yeah. And none of the guys I had got points. I had Beasley, Singletary. All these loser fans from their loser organizations for the past 20 years are fucking loving it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm no. glad I'll never have to be a loser like that. <laughs> it's like my success depends on the failure of another team. <laughs> Fuck out of here. That's true. When the Patriots went on their run, there was no dominant team ever in that division. No, there will never be. Six fucking championships in the prime of our lives. There ain't a fucking fan of a team. In the AFC East, that's won a championship in their lifetime if they're under, like, 50 years of age. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> so, suck my dick, Bills fans, Dolphins fans, and fucking... What was the other? Jets. Jets. <laughs> yeah. None of them. Well, ain't gonna the last one either. Dolphins are the last one, right? Yeah. 70-something. Good, good for the Bills, but... Oof, choke slam. Oh, yeah, you called what was going to happen in this match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It's Canyon and Paul Loria in there. 9-1-1 came right down and ended this match before they could even wrestle. That's funny, though. The other match with Canyon, it didn't have a finish either because Public Enemy came down and ruined it. Oh, 9 one going to... Chokeslam Pee-wee. You got to bring 911 out to pump up the crowd. <laughs> yeah, this is like the go-home segment. It must be. Thing. Must be the end of the, the night. Yeah, only 50 seconds left in the show. Yeah, this episode's <laughs> over. Trench coat Pauly roll. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was the end of the, the show there that night. One more. One more time. Choke slamming his ass one more time. <laughs> Paulie whacked him in the back of the head with that fucking phone big time. And one last choke slam as the show comes to a close. Whew. Two good episodes there, man. Yeah, that was fun. Back to I back. I really liked the. Uh, I really liked the. Uh, the Shane Douglas match. Yeah, that match was pretty damn solid. That match was great. The promos are awesome. You had the promo from Shane Douglas, Matt Bourne, Doink at the beginning. That was a hell of a promo. Cactus Jack and Mikey's promo. It's good shit. They continue in the feud between Public Enemy and Cactus Jack. Man. Jam-packed. Like I said, it's fucking six matches, even though some of them short. They're just fitting in a lot of people. So... It gives a good flow to the show that we're getting a lot of taste. You know, it's like an appetizer. We're getting a bunch of appetizers. A little bit of everybody. So, I enjoyed it. I definitely... I did too. I kind of like uh, I like where ECW's headed here. Yeah. Yeah, since becoming extreme, they're, they're off and running. So, 
Oh. So we're, you know we're going to get a good match in two Cole Scorpio and uh, Shane Douglas. Yep. Assume that's the next, like, main event match we'll see. Yeah, so that's the next big one coming up. It's the October 1st show at the ECW Arena. It's not a super card, but it'll be on these episodes of Hardcore TV. So we'll see that. Also on October 1st, it's going to be Cactus Jack and Mikey Whipwreck against Public Enemy. So, you know, we're going to have some good shit going on over the next few weeks. So, I, I can't wait. Keep on. So, we're going to take a quick little break. Well, actually, not even really. We're just heading to the Extreme ECW wrap-up here. So, let's get right into it with the Extreme ECW live wrap-up. So, what we have upcoming... Next episode in two weeks on January 13th, 2021, we have episode 36, and we'll be watching episode 75 and 76 from September 27th and October 4th, 1994. So maybe on that October 4th episode, we'll see some of these matches from that October 1st show, if they uh, they can turn around that footage quick enough to get it on air for October 4th. So... I think they will because they did, they did it with the the tournament. You know that episode aired of the tournament just three days after the tournament, so they should be able to do it. So we'll see what we get in those episodes coming up in two weeks here on the Extreme ECW live cast. Also, once again, check out the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Where this week we're taking a little break from the chronological story of Stone Cold Steve Austin, and we are going back to 1993, and we are doing our episode of the Hollywood Blondes, episode three, or that may be a watch-along episode. We'll see. But either way, check out the Bottom Line Wrestling cast. We're going back to 93 in the Hollywood Blondes this week. All right. Also, again, one more time, follow us on Twitter. We're at ExtremeCast, me, Mike Pro at NPRU83. JV is at John Van Damage. And also follow at Bottom Line Cast for our Bottom Line Wrestling cast. Thanks, as always, guys, for joining. But before we go, we do have our outro song to reveal. And, JV, I didn't talk to you about it at all, but you're going to pick it, okay? I'm going to. Okay. I asked for suggestions earlier on Twitter, earlier in the day. We've got a few. So, you're going to pick the one and reveal the winner, all right? So, here's the songs. And then, I'll after you pick it, I'll say who who, uh, who picked it. Okay. So we have, in this one here, it may sound weird, (laughs) but being for being that it's the show that we do here, stream it's hardcore. We have the number one song at the time, which is "I'll Make Love to You" by Boys to Men. And they're you know Philadelphia natives. And uh, one thing I did say back to this person when I saw that they put they put that I said, "Oh, the song's kind of fitting because." It was heard throughout middle school gymnasiums and boys and girls clubs throughout 1994. <laughs> Same places that ECW were having shows. <laughs> that's true. So that's one. Another one is Mark Dennis, Superman, Azores, oh. Azores Portugal. <laughs> oh. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, head like a hole, nine inch nails. Ooh. And then no excuses from Allison Chains. Allison Chains. Oh fuck! And we we played Metallica <laughs> during the during the mid break song. 
I'm going to go process of elimination. Actually, no, I'm not. We're going to go with uh, no excuses. All right, no excuses from Alice in Chains. And yeah, that. I love I love Alice in Chains. Can, is, do they have an unplugged version of that song? Can we do that one? Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know. Their unplugged set? I'm not sure if they did. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. But if you find it and they have that version, then, yeah, play the unplugged. Yeah, yeah. They have it. All right, so that comes from Rick Beebe. Ah, Rick wins. Who was the others from? All right, so head like a hole, and um, that was from Frank, Frank Alves. Yeah, he did head in a hole. I think he's requested it before, or Rick maybe requested it before. But I've seen it posted as a suggestion already. We want to see all good songs. You know what? If not for, I think I would have to have gone with, uh, I think I probably would have. I probably would have went with Boys to Men just because of the hard sell. Yeah, I mean, that was a sales good one. pitch. It tied it in as, as much as it doesn't fit it. It does, but oh, they're all really good songs. Yeah, maybe that'll but, be uh, a runner-up, yeah. and we'll we'll put that next time. Because I think yeah, and that Lane one, Staley always wins. That right? was a, that was the lead singer of Alex and Allison Chase. Yeah, but he died. He indeed. Yep. So the uh, the Boys to Men was from Sean Olmstead. And okay. and he's requested that song before. I think if it wasn't the last episode, it was two episodes ago. So I, I think maybe we'll put that. Uh, we'll we'll throw it in there next time. Well, maybe we uh put it on the put it in the can for like the Valentine's Day week episode or something. Yeah, because that song was popular not only just at this time; it was popular for like a fucking, fucking year. <laughs> that song's still popular. <laughs> Shit, you go to a wedding, that's playing. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. But they were all good songs. I'm, I'm pumped. I like that uh, we're getting... So we're getting a lot of requests now, huh? Yeah. I like yep. it. Mark Dennis, Superman, Superman. <laughs> yeah. That one was also from Frank, because he after he suggested Head in a Hole, he's like, wait, actually, maybe you should do some Forever talent. And then he's <laughs> Mark Dennis, Superman. <laughs> that's a good song, too. Yeah, it is. They're all good, but hey, Allison Chains wins. All right, so we'll go with Allison Chains, guys. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll be back in a couple of weeks and, you know, send in more requests. You know, we'll file them away and try to fit them in here and there. The the songs that actually appear on the episodes, though, they'll, those will always kind of take precedent over, over the others. Well, not precedent, but whatever the fuck. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but, preference. Yeah, preference over the others because they were linked to that episode that we watched. But when we need them, we need these requests. So thanks, guys, for putting those in. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks, BTT Army. If you want to be a member of the Goon Squad, go to Pro Wrestling Tees and help out BTT by getting them a shirt. Get yourself a Goon Squad shirt. All right, guys, see you in two weeks with episodes 75 and 76 of September 27th and October 4th. JV, any final words as we head on out of here? No. All right, here's my final words. Happy New Year! <laughs> see you in 2021. Well, we've been, we've been waiting a long time to play this show, and uh, I'd like to thank you all for coming out to see it. Um, it means a lot to us, and uh, we're going to have a good time, play some good songs for you. The song's called No Excuses.
Stop.